Hello, hello, hello. Good morning to you. How are we today? Oh, it's a lovely day outside. I am sat in my front room, looking through the window, looking at my bird table. And there's a baby bird sat, a big fluffy baby bird sat on top of the roof of the uh, bird table. And the mummy is inside the bird table picking out food and flying back up to the roof to feed it. It's so cute. Although it's very noisy, all it does is go... <laughs> and this big, wide mouth open. So they're not very patient, baby birds, at all. And they're very, very noisy. <laughs> so it's a lovely day outside. I am going to work today. I guess that most of you will be going to school. Hmm... Um, I know my children are definitely going to school. <laughs> so, how about a fun fact? Now, I found a fun fact about cats. Okay, so just pussycats um, that you keep as pets. But I found two fun facts about them because... The first one I found quite interesting and thought, oh, I know, I'll I'll tell you that one. But then I found the next one and that one was even more interesting. And I couldn't decide between the two. So you got two. <laughs> so the first one that I found is that adult cats, so not little kittens, um, but grown up puss cats, they will only ever meow at humans not other cats. They never meow at other cats. Little kittens do because they meow at their mums, obviously, but when they grow up, they only meow at humans. Now, why do you think that is? I think it's because they know humans feed them. <laughs> and that's why my cat meows at me all the time. I absolutely 100% know that that is why he meows at me. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the second fun fact is that have you heard of the saying that cats always land on their feet? Well, this isn't true. I know this isn't true because um, sometimes they land in a... Uh, waste paper basket which is where my cat landed once but that's beside the point if a cat falls from about I don't know if it's a block of flats and it falls about 20 stories it sort of turns in the air so no matter what um way it falls it turns over and they always land feet down because they've turned, managed to turn over. But <clears throat> if a cat falls from, say, five stories, it won't. It very rarely lands on its feet because, and it is more likely to have bad injuries than if it falls from way up high simply because it's not in the air long enough to be able to turn itself round 
How amazing is that? Aren't cats clever things? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, if your cat is going to fall out of a window or off a balcony or anything else, make sure it's from way, way high up <laughs> and not just a little wall because then they just haven't got the ability to turn themselves over. So, there you go. You have learned something today. <laughs> Now, me, I think that's an amazing thing. And I think cats are very, very clever creatures. <clears throat> and I've got a frog in my throat today, so I do apologise if I lose my voice. Uh, one of these days I will do. I talk too much. That's the trouble. <laughs> so today we have got a story. I think it's chapter 11 um, of Amelia Jane. And it's called... Amelia Jane and the Matches. <gasps> that sounds very, very naughty, doesn't it? Oh, my goodness. Nobody should be touching Natchez. They shouldn't be playing with them. But it sounds quite like Amelia Jane did. So let's find out. This is the tale of Amelia Jane and the Matches. Now, all boys and girls, unless they are quite old, are warned by their fathers and mothers never to play with matches. And with toys, it is just the same. They must never play with matches in case they get on fire and burn themselves. But you can guess that Amelia Jane didn't care about any danger. No, if she could get hold of matches, you may be sure she would. There were never any matches left in the nursery till one day when the housemaid Jane lit the fire and she forgot to put the matches back in her apron pocket as she usually did. She left the box of matches on the mantelpiece and Amelia Jane saw it first. Of course, because she was quite the tallest toy in the nursery. Oh, she said, pointing upwards. Matches! If only I could get them. Don't be naughty, said the clockwork clown at once. You know that children and toys must never touch matches. Pooh! said Amelia Jane rudely. Don't poo at me like that, said the clockwork clown. It's rude. Pooh, pooh, pooh! said Amelia Jane. So, you can guess, she was in one of her naughty moods again. She stood and thought for a minute. Then she remembered how the cowboy doll had taught her to throw a lasso around anything and jerk it near. Oh, if only she could make a loop of rope and throw it carefully, she could get those matches down easily. She ran to the string box and opened it. The teddy bear saw her. If you're thinking of lassoing those matches and getting them down, just let me remind you what happened last time you tried your hand at that, he said. You lassoed the bowl of tadpoles and got them all down your neck. Amelia Jane took no notice. She got out a long piece of string 
and made a loop knot at the end. Then she stood beneath the mantelpiece and threw the string neatly upwards, holding one end in her hand. Ooh, said all the toys in surprise, because, will you believe it, Amelia Jane got the loop right round the box and it fell almost at her feet when she pulled the string. Aren't I clever? I said Amelia proudly. No, you're not. You're just lucky, said the clockwork clown. You are not to touch those matches. Poo, said Amelia, and she opened the box. Now, who wants to see me strike a match? The toys felt frightened. They knew quite well that matches can set fire to things and burn them. They ran to the toy cupboard and crept inside. All except the clockwork mouse and he did badly want to see a match struck. I'd like to see some matches struck please Amelia, he said. And he ran nearer. Well, you shall see a whole lot struck, said the big doll. The others have all run away, the sillies. You and I will enjoy ourselves. Amelia opened the box. She took out a match. She struck it hard on the side of the box. Fizz! The match lit and Amelia Jane held it up in the air, watching the bright flame. The clockwork mouse liked it very much indeed. He thought it was most exciting. Please, please let me light one too, he begged. Amelia Jane, if you let the mouse strike a match, we'll all come out of the cupboard and punish you, shouted the clockwork clown. He's too little to do dangerous things like that. All right, all right, said Amelia, striking another match. I shan't let him. Besides, I want to strike them all myself. But before Amelia Jane could strike any more matches, there came the sound of steps on the landing outside. The toys flopped down. Amelia ran to the cupboard, throwing the box of matches into a corner. The clockwork mouse ran into the brick box. So when Jane looked into the nursery, there was no one to be seen at all. Everything was quiet. She had come to put some fresh flowers on the table. Then she dusted round a bit and went downstairs again. The toys didn't come out for a long time. Not until it was night, for they were afraid of being caught. The first toy that came alive was the clockwork mouse. He saw the box of matches in the corner and was pleased. He ran to them and pushed them along with his nose until he came to a slipper. He popped them into the slipper. Aha, he thought. Now no one will know where they are. And I can strike as many as I like when the others aren't looking. Now, when all the toys came out of the cupboard, they looked very stern indeed. They were angry with Amelia Jane. She had no right to teach the clockwork mouse to play with matches. The toys sat around Amelia in a circle and scolded her. 
We shall none of you us talk to you for a week, said the teddy bear. We shall not play with you at all, said the clockwork clown. You will not have any of the sweets out of the toy sweet shop, said the golden-haired doll. And we have hidden your fine new bonnet so that you can't wear it when you go out, said the pink rabbit. Pooh, said Amelia Jane, but not in a very pooey voice. She was upset. She hated not being talked to or played with. It would be horrid not to have any sweets. No, fancy hiding her lovely new bonnet so that she couldn't wear it. Amelia Jane felt like crying. She walked over to the window seat and sat there, sniffing hard. She was very unhappy. Suddenly, the toys heard a curious noise. Fsss! It was the clockwork mouse striking a match all by himself. The toys stared at him in horror. He struck another and squeaked in delight. But oh my goodness me, what do you think happened? His whiskers caught a light. Yes, they really did. And the poor little mouse found himself on fire with flames burning each side of his little face. Sizzle, sizzle went his fine whiskers. The mouse squealed in fright and flung away the lighted match. Oh dear me, it fell onto an open book and the pages caught a light. The book flamed up and set light to the brick box nearby. Crackle, crackle went the flames merrily. Crackle, crackle, we're going to eat the book, we're going to eat the brick box. Then we'll eat the carpet and the chairs and the toy cupboard and all the toys and the whole house. Crackle, crackle, crackle. It was dreadful. The toys stared in horror and couldn't move even a paw. They were so frightened. No wonder they had been warned against playing with matches. This was what happened when they disobeyed. Eee! squealed the poor little clockwork mouse, his whiskers burning all away. He ran to and fro in pain and fright. All the toys watched and trembled dreadfully. And what about that big naughty doll, Amelia Jane? Yes, she was watching too, her face pale with fright. Poor, poor little mouse. How she wished she hadn't shown him how to strike matches. Oh, and that book and the lovely brick box. Whatever would happen to them all? Well, I began it, so I must try and stop it, cried Amelia Jane. I remember hearing someone say that if anyone got on fire, they should be rolled around tightly in a rug to put the flames out. Where, oh, where is a rug? In the doll's pram, yelled the teddy bear, who was still too frightened to move. Amelia Jane ran to the doll's pram. She snatched up the thick blue rug there and rushed to the little clockwork mouse. She threw the rug all around his little grey body and rolled him up tightly in it, head, tail and all. She felt the flames trying to burn her hands and they hurt her. 
but she didn't stop. She meant to save the little mouse. The thick rug squashed all the flames out. They died away. There were none left. The clock ma- clockwork mouse wasn't on fire anymore. <gasps> but the book and the brick box were still burning away. Amelia Jane left the mouse and ran to the basin with a jug. She stood on a chair, turned on the tap and filled the jug. Down she climbed and rushed to the brick box. She threw the water over the flames. Sizzle, 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 they said, and died out. They could not go on burning when water was thrown over them. Then Amelia fetched another jug of water and threw it over the book. Sizzle, 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 said the flames again and went out. The fire was gone. The toys came round looking quite pale. Amelia Jane sat down and began to cry. I wish I hadn't touched the matches. I wish I hadn't, she sobbed. I've got no whiskers now, wept the poor little clockwork mouse. And sure enough, he hadn't. And he did look funny without them. What a noise Amelia Jane and the mouse made, sobbing together. You'll never speak to me or play with me again, wept Amelia, looking round at the toys. I might as well go away from here and never come back. Now listen, Amelia Jane, said the teddy bear, putting his arm around her. You did a very wrong thing and it has caused a lot of damage. But you have done your best to put it right and you were brave when all of us were too afraid to do anything. So we will have to forgive you, said the clown. We were angry with you when you were bad, but we think you were brave too. So cheer up. Oh, what about the mouse's whiskers, though, and the burnt book and the brick box, wept Amelia. Well, the mouse will have to do without his whiskers, said Tom. He shouldn't have been playing with matches either. And the book was very old and torn, so perhaps it won't matter being burnt. And as for the brick box, it's only the lid that has been burnt and I can make a new one with the carpenter set in the toy cupboard. But look at your own hands and the front of your dress. They are burnt too. It serves me right, said Amelia Jane. I'll put some good ointment on my hands and I'll have to go about with a burnt bit of dress in front. I'm so glad you've forgiven me, toys. I won't be naughty again. Well, the toys didn't believe that, of course. They knew Amelia Jane too well, but they were soon good friends again and secretly... They couldn't help admiring Amelia Jane for putting out the fire so quickly and saving the little mouse. She's like the little girl in the nursery rhyme, said the bear to the clown. You know, when she's good, she's very, very good. But when she's bad, she's horrid. (laughs) Do you know that nursery rhyme? There was a little girl girl and she had a little curl right in the middle of her forehead. When she was good she was very very good but when she was bad she was horrid. (laughs) 
Have any of you little girls got little curls in the middle of your forehead? Hmm, I wonder if it's true. <laughs> so, anyway, um, that is what happens when you disobey and play with dangerous things like matches. That's why grown-ups tell you not to play with these things, not because they want to be horrible to you and not let you have any fun, but because they're dangerous. Even I don't play with matches. Well, nobody should play with matches. So, I hope you enjoyed that story. Mm. Let us all meet again tomorrow and see what story we have then. What do you think? Sound like a good idea? Does to me. So, I will go, because I've got to go to work, and you have probably got to go to school. So, you make sure that you have the best day ever. But make sure, of course, that you take care and you stay safe. And I will see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.